The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman, of course. Well, I want to share a little uh, information I found from Iconoculture, the trend-watching organization that I often quote on the show. Um, just read a little ditty about entrepreneurship and how that spirit among American consumers is kind of aspirational and in- inspirational. And, of course, it all comes out of this really hard economic times that we've been experiencing as a country. Well, it's kind of been, kind of amplified what Iconoculture is calling a unique form of idealism and how many Americans are forced to create their own work. And there's something really fabulous about that. Well, according to the U.S. Department of Labor, there are more than 15 million self-employed Americans. Another 1 million Americans are supplementing their day job income with some type of part-time self-employment. And there's also some research around e-lancing or independent consulting. It's really been a high-growth industry through the recession and the um, recovery. Now, women you know, women were the ones that had done quite well in the economic downturn, more of them hanging on to their jobs than men. Well, guess what? Not the case. And now apparently more women are being laid off at a rate as the same as or worse than what men experienced during the recession. And guess what? The implications are women are joining the freelance ranks at an astonishing growth rate, according to Iconoculture, 250% from 2008 to 2010. So we don't have the very, very latest numbers, but those numbers are definitely up. Now, a lot of online resources like eBay and Amazon have become kind of supplemental income sources. Now, I hadn't really thought about that, but that makes perfect sense. You know, we've all got lots of stuff, so why not just leverage all of that and make some money off of it? Well, virtual retailers are selling everything from used books and CDs to baby clothes, furniture, bike gear, and more. That's according to um, to eBay, actually. And, uh, yeah, that expansion of entrepreneurship is also hitting our colleges and universities as more and more of them are actually, um, you know, putting out classes so that people can learn more about it. So what does that mean to businesses? Well, we know. 
that right now Americans are trying to chase their dreams anywhere, any way that they can, and companies need to be aware of it, that their own customers could actually end up being competitors at some point. So something to keep in mind. Well, our first profile today is the Nicole Miller Network, and of course, she is a self-employed, small to mid-sized business owner, a woman in her late 40s to 50s working full-time, making more than 60000 a year with kids in high school or college. There's more than 1.6 million of these women out there, and... Uh, you know, they own their own home, their parents, as I said before, a lot of them working in major, uh, major metropolitan areas. Um, they like to stand out in a crowd, as you can imagine. They're ambitious and motivated. They consider themselves to be workaholics, wanting to get to the very top of their career. And uh, they're multitaskers at the best, as you can imagine. Both a parent and a small business owner have to be to be successful. They value quality items, and they're open to trying new things, which would make sense since she's an entrepreneur. Well, where is she shopping? She's shopping at places like um, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom's, um, Ethan Allen, believe it or not, Nine West. She's driving a Cadillac, Toyota, Volvo, or Lexus. And uh, what's she reading? Well, she's reading magazines like Architectural Architectural Digest, People, Martha Stewart Living, Money Magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine, Better Homes and Garden. She's watching cable like CNN, Discovery Channel, Food Network, and HBO, HGTV. And she's online at Yellow Pages, MapQuest, MSN, Amazon, eBay, as I mentioned before, and iVillage. Well, my guest for today knows a lot probably about that networker, but also a lot about women. Kat Gordon is the founder and creative director of Maternal Instinct. It is an agency focused on supporting clients in the mom business and uh, everything from those little brands that can't afford big city agencies to the big guys that want to round out their roster with more nimble firms. Um, excited to have Kat on the program today. We're going to be talking more about marketing to mom when Kat returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? 
Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Kat Gordon, founder and creative director at Maternal Instinct. Kat, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Well, before we get started into talking more about marketing to mom, tell us a little bit about Maternal Instinct. I know you founded it back in 2008, and I'm really curious about your point of difference in the mom marketing marketplace. Well, yes, we started three and a half years ago um, after witnessing how many brands were coming to us wanting help in reaching moms and realizing it's a demographic that is vastly misunderstood and also incredibly profitable. Uh, So we decided to dedicate all our effort to that segment of the consumer base. And what really sets us apart is a product that we invented called the MBA program. And it stands for Mom Brand Audit. And what's great about that is it's a product where a client will engage with us and we will do a deep dive into all of their marketing materials. We'll study every single thing they're doing, you know, their email campaigns, their website, their social media presence. Um, And we will create for them a document that's organized into three sections of recommendations of how to become a more mom-friendly brand. Um, And the first section is things that they can do immediately that cost nothing. And the second section are things that will take a little legwork or a little investment. And the third section is what we call swing for the fences. It's the long-term strategic planning of where that brand could be. And clients really, really love this because it gives them kind of a guide map for where they want to go, and they can pick and choose, uh, you know, how many of these projects they want to move forward with. So it doesn't matter how, how large your company is or how mature it is or what your budget is or how many agencies you work with. It's just a way for us to quickly assess where you are and almost like a report card. And so that's really our key point of differentiation. Well, yeah, and it, it makes perfect sense, especially as companies kind of grapple with their own economic challenges. Having some things that they could do immediately is very attractive, but then also knowing kind of blue sky, what could be possible if they invested. And I would imagine there's a way to kind of migrate those companies from stage one all the way to stage three as well. Exactly. I mean, that's the goal and at their own pace. Yeah, absolutely. Well, marketing to moms has been hot for a number of years, really, really hot, and as you said, profitable. Um, But mom also knows this. I mean, she's kind of on the receiving end of all of these corporate uh, product services, branding messages. She's bombarded every day, pretty much everywhere she goes. What do you say about how mom kind of cuts through the clutter to get to those messages that matter most to her? 
Well, you're absolutely right about kind of the saturation with moms, and it's the figure that I've read over and over again is that she encounters 3,000 marketing messages in one day. And so you, you just can't, you know, notice everything or respond to everything when you have that level of kind of a tsunami of information coming at you. So what moms are really good at doing is they will invite, um, they will invite a conversation with a brand. Um, Facebook is a great, great example of that. Moms are extremely active on Facebook. And um, 70% of the moms on Facebook post every single day. And the time that they spend on Facebook is four times the national average. It's eight hours a week. Um, and these women say, 40% of them say they're willing to follow a brand if they're given a good reason. So it's, it's those kinds of engagements where moms will, you know, see a brand they like or see a brand that they want to keep their eye on or keep up to date with, and they'll allow them to, you know, feed her information through Facebook, which is where she already is. So I think that's really how moms cut through the clutter. They kind of only look at advertising that they've kind of permitted in their in their field of vision. Well, and clearly, I would imagine, too, conversely, that that's one way that moms can improve their marketing to moms' success is kind of allowing moms to opt in. But I would imagine that there's also some other things that brands can do to try to increase their success with moms. Oh, yes, there are a lot of things they can do. Um, We actually created an acronym. I wanted to create something that my clients could remember and kind of gauge themselves against. And so we created an acronym about marketing to moms, and the word is is BROADS, B-R-O-A-D-S, just like women. And each letter stands for something Mm -hmm. that a brand should be doing. Um, So... B, for example, stands for blanket, which means what's your blanket, which is a phrase we invented that talks about what are you doing to care for the caretaker? What's the warm blanket you're bringing to her? So you have to know what that is. And then R is for reach. It's, you know, go where your consumer is. Find out where she hangs out online or in the real world and go talk to her there. Don't invent a new mom community or try to woo people over. You know, find an already popular spot and sponsor it. And then the O in broad stands for optimistic. Um, Everyone wants to be a hero, mom especially, and so your campaign really needs to paint a picture of her being successful instead of belaboring the negative in her life or the problem you're solving. You know, really concentrate on her being the hero. And then the A is for ambassadors. Um, You know, moms are great sharers, and if they like what you're doing for her, she will tell everyone. And so, you, you know, identifying your most, enthusiastic customers and mobilizing them is a great way, you know, kind of have an extra sales force working for you in the marketplace. Um, And then the D is for donate. Um, Moms are extremely um, likely to support or try a brand that has a charitable component or a give back, especially one that supports a cause she cares about. So that's another way to differentiate yourself. Um, And then lastly is F which is for service. Um, Women really care about service, and if you can offer outstanding customer service and real-time help, I always say it's like catnip to women. They they really respond well to it. So those are kind of the big things that brands can do to become more mom-friendly. 
all great, great words of advice. And I can't tell you, you're right on with the service thing. I will reward a company just beyond if they have great service. And I will advocate for them every time if they've got great service, just because you can't find great service. So you're absolutely right on there. Um, you've shared a tons of, ton of trends already, but I'm just curious, are there any other trends out there that you're seeing in kind of the marketing to mom market that listeners um, listening in today really need to know about and might even consider adopting themselves that maybe fall outside of some of the things that you've already shared? Sure, sure. Um, one trend that I wrote about several months ago, and I just keep seeing more and more examples of it, is uh, what's called collaborative consumption. And that's a fancy way of saying sharing things you own and not just buying new things. And um, I don't know if your listeners heard last week that the company Airbnb got $112 million invested through the VC community. And that's a great example of collaborative consumption because Airbnb is a site where when you're traveling someplace new, you can stay on someone else's couch or in their apartment or kind of bypassing the hotels and staying in a private home. And I really suspect that they will launch a family version of that. You know, almost, I was joking, it could be called Air, B, and B, and C for Chris, <laughs> because <laughs> when you're traveling with children, um, what a great comfort it would be to be staying in a home that's baby-proofed or that has children that live there normally with, you know, like-aged to your own. It would make it such a more seamless experience. So um, really be on the lookout for examples of collaborative consumption. You know, in a way, you were referencing it earlier with the whole eBay, people selling things on eBay, reusing things, um, so that's something to keep your eye out for. Um, and then another interesting trend I'm seeing is what's called WeCommerce instead of e-commerce. It's women especially are looking to do business with like-minded businesses. They care greatly about having some knowledge about who they're giving their money to. And I did reference that a little bit with the charitable, charitable give back. But I think that that kind of social selling is going to become even more and more of um, an active trend amongst women where women want to sell either to other women, other moms, women-owned businesses, um, charitable companies with charitable givebacks. Um, they, it's not just they're giving money to a brand. They want to know who's behind that brand. Um, so those are two of probably the most active trends I've seen that really seem to be picking up a lot of momentum. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for that. We're going to take a quick break, Kat, but when we come back, I do want to pick your brain about companies you feel are doing a really great job at connecting with mom, either those that are current clients of yours or maybe those that you've just kind of been watching from afar. So more from Kat Gordon when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. 
Try My SEO Tool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy to use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T dot com. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Um, successfully and kept giving us some great tips on that and also looking ahead at some some trends that um, you've been seeing kind of unveil themselves in the marketplace like collaborative consumption and e-commerce. Um, a lot of companies out there are trying very, very hard to connect with moms, some doing that job a little bit better than others. I'm curious which companies you admire, um, which ones you think are doing a really good job when it comes to marketing to mom. Well, um, I actually give out awards on our business blog for the companies that I see doing great work. And I, it was interesting earlier you said, you know, it might be my own clients. I never talk about my own clients. I feel like the greatest value is when, you know, you look outside of your own kind of sphere and look for other people doing great work. So all the clients I'm about to talk about are not my clients. They're just brands that I really think get it. Um, and a few that come to mind that I featured um, on my blog are Hallmark, um, they have a line of what they call encouragement cards for moms, kind of mom-to-mom cards. Um, and they're very funny, and they're, you know, the, the term I used, I think, was that they acknowledge mom's perfectly imperfect life. You know, we're not all living the shiny, happy, perfect moment, and Hallmark really acknowledges that in a way that makes women feel understood. Um, so I love what they're doing. I also wrote... Um, a post about Stouffer's. They had a campaign. I'm not sure if it's still active, but it was called Let's Fix Dinner. And it was extremely well-crafted to appeal to families. It, it basically centered on the truth that families that eat dinner together have 
all these wonderful wins in terms of um, the kids' grades and even marital happiness, you know, just all these indicators all tied back to whether or not families sat down to eat together. And Stouffer's recognized that families would love to do that, but they're just so busy. And so they created this campaign called Let's Fix Dinner, where they invited families to participate in this online community where they could pledge to eat together once, twice, three times a week, share stories, share recipes. Um, They made it extremely easy to interact. uh, And they didn't challenge these families to, you know, solve the problem overnight or eat dinner together seven nights a week. They just said, hey, how about you make a pledge to eat together once or twice a week? And I thought that was extremely smart. Um, And then there are some other brands. um, You know, Google comes to mind. They have done an amazing job of um, turning something that could be such a, you know, utility search into something much more emotional. Um, They have an ad on television right now called Dear Sophie, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful spot aimed at a father's love for his baby daughter and kind of writing this letter to her and chronicling all her memories. And it's all around, you know, things that he's recorded about her life. And it's, it's a great example of using dads to connect to moms, uh, which is a theme that I think a lot of brands don't realize is, is a very effective way to connect with women. Um, Subaru is another brand that has done well with that. They have a TV spot called Baby Driver, and I don't know if, if you've seen it, um, but it basically shows this 16-year-old girl who's about to drive out of, you know, out on her own for the very first time, and her dad is, you know, talking to her and telling her to be safe, and he looks back down at her, and he sees her as a six-year-old girl, um, which is just very poignant, and the dad in the commercial, those are his real daughters, both of them, and Subaru allowed him to say to his daughter whatever he really wanted to say to his daughter. They didn't have a copywriter script it. So that was a great example about underscoring the love and protectiveness and safety of a dad for his kids when they are new drivers. Um, So those are just a a couple brands that have really impressed me with understanding how to connect with women. Well, Kat, I can't say thank you enough for pointing out Subaru. They're our client here oh. for Michael Lynch, yes, and we're responsible for that ad, um, oh, and yeah, we believe the work we do for Subaru is really powerful and emotional and comes from a place that has deep meaning for for Subaru lovers, but people who also might have never considered the brand before, so thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> oh, that's great, and I'm, you know, that's such a, an example of I didn't know that that brand was connected to you, so it's always nice to, like I said, not talk about yourself, talk about others, um, yeah, shine no, the spotlight on others. Yeah, no, it's a neat story. Um, that dad, you're right, absolutely, those are his two two girls, and they couldn't have scripted it better. I mean, just like you said, it just was, it came from the heart, and I think that's what makes it such a powerful piece. I think coming from an authentic emotional place clearly has a lot of impact with women. When it doesn't feel forced, it doesn't feel contrived, it feels sincere, and I think women can sniff that out, right, you know, when it's when it's not. Um, And that kind of leads me to my next question, and I'm not asking you to call out specific names, but have you seen some kind of ill-advised actions taken by companies? And when you see it, you go, no, no, don't do that. That's that's leading you down the wrong path. Anything that you've kind of seen that you want to make sure that listeners don't do? Oh, absolutely. In fact, 
I, I would say that at least once a week I see something that makes me slap my forehead. Um, and I, like you said, I won't name any brands, although I do on my blog. <laughs> I think the biggest pitfalls I see are brands that just assume they know better and they don't take the time to test it out. And what's really criminal about that is that we live in an age where it's never been easier or faster or cheaper to get a read on what the marketplace wants. I mean, the listening tools available to brands, they're free. You can go on Twitter and post questions and lurk and listen. And um, and the fact that sometimes I'll see a campaign where so clearly it's was you know conceived in a conference room by a group of people that missed the central truth about what matters about that product, service, or industry. Um, and it, I just think, what an expensive public mistake. <laughs> so avoidable. So I would say that that's the biggest thing, is assuming you know without listening or asking or testing. Um, another thing I see is um, people don't, I, I think a lot of people aren't, keeping up on how the market is changing. And some of the statistics that I share when I speak to companies about marketing to moms, I, I have a quiz, and people are amazed at what they don't know. And one of the figures that is most kind of eyebrow-raising for people is the fact that 41% of the babies born in the U.S. today are born to unwed mothers. 41%. And that's something, you know, if you look at ads, there's always a husband. There's always, you know, there's always a mate. And, you know, there some of these women might have mates and be unmarried, but um, I just always caution my clients, don't assume there's a relief pitcher. The woman might be doing it on her own, and you need to have respect for that. And don't, you know, display the same kind of family everywhere in your ads, and also don't assume women are at home because 72% of women, of moms, are in the workforce. If you take out the women that are on maternity leave or have an infant, that kind of first year of a child's life, um, moms are in the workforce at the exact same percentage as women in general. So, you know, I see these ads of, of moms you know, home in the afternoon helping their kids with homework with, the, you know, the husband over the shoulder. And it, that is not reality as the Stouffer's campaign was a great – that's what made the Stouffer's campaign successful is it understood that. It understood the harried nature of, you know, maybe single motherhood homes, dual working couple homes, and it, it created something that these families could still participate in. Mm-hmm. No, great, great words of wisdom there. So companies, listen up. I don't want to make some of those same mistakes. Um, last but not least, your own business. Clearly, you started out in 2008. You've done well for yourself. How do you see it growing from here? Well, um, my goal, you know, I, I think about the things that matter to me, and the one kind of North Star that guides me is excellence in marketing to women, is, is having everything I do try to improve the quality of how women are spoken to in the advertising world, and one of the things that I've um, started to work on for next year is a, are actually two conferences. Um, one is called the 3% Conference, and it's to highlight the fact that only 3% of advertising creative directors are women, and that's the job I do. And the reason that that matters is because, as you said in your introduction, women control 85% of the consumer spending in this country. And so... If you ask women if they feel that advertising understands them, if the sense of humor, you know, 
works with their sensitivities, largely they say no, and it's a huge missed opportunity for brands. And one of the reasons why is that most of the work that's out there was created or green-lighted, I say, meaning the ECD was a male, um, by men. And so the 3% conference is, is one thing I'm standing behind to say, let's get together that elusive 3%, let's problem solve, let's share the campaigns we've created, um, let's try to create awareness around how important it is to have women in advertising. Um, and then the second conference that I'm spearheading is something very novel, and it's the first ever marketing to women conference for men. If you go to a marketing to women conference, it's all women. Men just either don't feel that they're welcome or don't understand um, the business value of being there. And so we've created a new conference idea called Guys Who Get It. We're going to celebrate the men who work in marketing capacities that are prospering by connecting well with women. And I feel that that's really important, is getting the brands to care about, you know, having men that understand this market. Um, and it doesn't mean that women intuitively understand it and men intuitively don't. I don't mean that at all. I just mean that men might not feel welcome in the conversations about marketing to women because they it's kind of an extra fest. You know, I just got back from Blogger where there were 3,600 women and there weren't very many men there. And so I really want to change that and create something very overtly welcoming to men so that they feel they want to go and that they will be, you know, surrounded by comrades, and that other men will be celebrated for doing a great job. Now, have you identified a time period for that marketing to women for men conference? Um, no. The 3% conference is going to be in February of next year in San Francisco. The Guys Who Get It campaign, we just did a survey against it to see if there was interest, and it was extremely favorable. So we're just now taking that and looking for a sponsor. Um, and, you know, we'll work with the sponsor to say, hey, is, is this New York, Chicago, L.A.? Like, where should it be? And kind of work with, with them. Very exciting. Well, I wish you luck with the guys who get it. It would certainly be beneficial for guys to get it, for sure, for the rest of us who market to women. And I think the 3% conference is, is a definite um, – definitely needed. Um, I come from an integrated agency, advertising, PR, and digital, and we certainly face the same challenges. So um, Godspeed on that. And Kat, thanks so much for being on the show. I, I wish you continued success with Maternal Instinct as well. Thank you so much. And thanks to George for another good show. And join us right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. 